Happy Monday, everyone, and thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. Hope you're having a, hope you had a great, great uh, holiday season. Hope it was festive. We're going to give out some grades for Arizona basketball and some grades for Arizona football as well. Let's get started here on Locked on Wildcats. You are Locked on Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right, we've got a lot to get to this show, but you know what? We're at the midseason point for Arizona basketball, so I'll tell you what. Why don't we dish out, see what I did there, some post or some midseason grades right now. All right. Now, first guy we got to talk about is we're going to, well, we're going to talk about the newcomers or the, uh, excuse me, the veterans first. Julius Tabellis. All right. Last, when we last saw him last year, he was shrinking in the moment in the NCAA tournament against a, uh, against TCU and against Houston. Quite frankly, it was ugly to watch. Um, I think a lot of people were wondering, would this be kind of a Michael Dickerson thing where you come back and you're good, but in big moments you kind of shrink, and we won't know that until the NCAA tournament. But what I can tell you, though, is so far so good with Julius Tabellis. Um, he's making his moves very quickly, and I think that's something that Tommy Lloyd um, impressed upon him, mainly because um, it eliminates your thinking. It eliminates your hesitation, what you think that you have to do, all kinds of stuff like that. So, and you look at it game in and game out. Azulis Tabellis is bringing in 20 points, 10 rebounds. He's been absolutely fantastic. I have nothing but good things to say about Azulis. He probably doesn't care what I have to say, nor should he. But Azulis, if you are somehow listening to Locked On Wildcats, I am giving you an A-plus for the season. Let's keep it going right there. Now... The next guy, the man of all seasons, Umar Ballo. All right. Umar came in, uh, as we've talked about, I thought he was going to be kind of roster filler. I know that sounds uh, trite, but you know what? That just, uh, that's what I thought. I thought he'd be a Gene Edgerson type. You put in the bike knee pads and he goes out there and he falls all over the court, throws some elbows, and then, well, you don't see him for the rest of the game. Um, I was wrong. I was very wrong. Um, he is fantastic. And right now, watching him, he reminds me a little bit of Ben Davis. Um, not super flashy, but very strong, can finish around the hoop. And you know he's going to probably bring you in 17 and 10 almost every single game. By the way, Ben Davis is a super compliment coming from me because I believe that Ben Davis is maybe the most underrated U of A big man to come through these parts. But Umar Ballo gets a A plus plus plus. Now what we need to do is we need to get him back here for another year so we could come back and further uh and further strengthen his spot as uh, in front of DeAndre Ayton in some people's minds. Okay. Now uh but Umar Ballo again I've seen him multiple times at a Jamaican restaurant on Fort Lowell seems like a very nice guy. I am giving you an A plus there, Mr. Ballo. Again, if you're listening, tip of the cap from me. All right. Now, Kirk Risa. All right. I'll be honest with you. I don't like some of the antics. I think he talks a little too much, but people 
that want to diminish Kirk Creesa don't know what they're talking about. Um, going into this year, my whole thing was I wanted 40% shooting from the field, 40% three-point. Not only has he done that, he is shooting at a higher clip than that, and he's dishing out seven and a half assists per game. The people that are complaining about Kirk Creesa are the people that are complaining just to complain. These are the people that say, here's what I want for Christmas. I want $500. Somebody gives them $500, and then they say, well, it would have been nice if you would have thought ahead and given me $600. Those are the people that are against Kirk Creesa right now. Kirk Risa has shown that he can take the big shots. He can make the big shots. And again, he's not Mike Bibby. He's not Damon Stoudemire. He's not any of those guys. But he doesn't need to be. He just needs to be Kirk Risa. And if Arizona can continue to get this kind of contribution from him all season, Arizona is going to be in very good shape again. He's, he's got limitations. We all know that, but he's played good ball this year. Don't fall into the trap. Kerr has done what Kerr has needed to do so far this season. All right. Now, Pella Larson, the Swedish pinball, as we call him. And you might say, Mike, why do you call him Swedish pinball? First of all, he's Swedish. Don't forget that. That's a big part of this. And he's a pinball in that he falls all over the court. Get it, though? Not a Swedish meatball, a Swedish pinball. That's where it's unique. Um, honestly, um, first of all, I thought Pella sucked last year, so I was obviously wrong on that. He doesn't. Um, but... I think people kind of got a little ahead of themselves, though, overhyping him this year. He's a solid player, but he is not a – you're not going to look at a game and say, man, Pella Larson scored 29 points and you know dropped six or seven assists. He's more of the guy, kind of a Joe McClain type, where going to get you 10 points, probably get you three or four rebounds, couple assists, play good defense – and you're fine with that as long as you're not expecting, you know, um, and Tommy Lloyd has been very uh, ahead of the curve on all of his player evaluations. I think Tommy was a little bit off on him, expecting him to be a defensive player of the year candidate in all conference, maybe in time, but that time I don't believe is now. Pella's been, Pella's been good. You know, Pella's played up to, well, I think Pella's kind of been what Pella's uh, going to be. I'd give him a B, a B minus. Um you know, I think he's been the probably the fifth best starter on the team. But again, take it for what it's worth because I was wrong on him to begin with. But I also don't want to diminish it because he's also been a very uh, he's been a valuable contributor for sure. Um, so again, I will give him some uh, some kudos on some kudos on that one. All right, now Courtney Ramey. Then we're going to talk LinkedIn here for a second because I have a very interesting story to tell you about a boss of mine who keeps going on my LinkedIn, and that shows you how valuable LinkedIn can really be. We'll get to that in a minute, though. All right, Courtney Ramey. I like Courtney Ramey a great deal. Transfer from Texas. He came in here, and what he does is he plays really good defense. He's a steady for. He's a he's a kind of a steady hand out there calms Kirk Creasa down, and he's had some really, really, really big games. Think about it. When the uh, Maui Invitational, he had games where it looked like he was the best player on the team. Now, granted, he's not the best player on the team, but he has been a welcome addition here. You can Every game, you can bench, basically pencil him in to get you 10 to 14, 15 points, play good defense, kind of be that secondary initiator on offense, and – you know, again, it just goes to show you, too, that Tommy Lloyd knows what he's doing. With Sean Miller, it was always about recruiting classes and stars. You needed to be a five-star player, and then you could put him in there. The Tommy gun doesn't go like that. What he does is he looks for players that fit his system, and then 
here's a here's something odd and unusual. He develops them. He turns them into better players. Something very uh, Ludolson esque, if I may say. Um, but Courtney Ramey fits in very well with what Arizona wants to do. Um, I think he's a very nice piece to this team. And again, he uh, he's shown Tommy Lloyd's shown that he knows what to do with the transfer portal. And we'll get to Cedric Henderson there in a second on that. But now let's talk LinkedIn right here. Here's the deal with LinkedIn. You can get your applicants you need for free. This segment is obviously sponsored by LinkedIn as well. So we will uh, get to recruiting in a second. LinkedIn.com backslash locked on college. Post your job here for free. All right. Here's a funny story about the depth of that LinkedIn has. Now, I shouldn't uh, I shouldn't be saying this, but I am. LinkedIn, uh, I have not updated my LinkedIn profile in about eight or nine years. Um, I have, and I should be doing it. That's on me. I have a uh, I have an old boss who does not like me very much. Um, his name would be Herb, and what Herb does is Herb goes on to my LinkedIn basically once a week and looks for things on there about me, not knowing that I haven't uh, updated it in the longest time. And on top of that, I get notifications every time Mr. Crow goes on there. But that also shows you the power of LinkedIn, though, because what is Herb thinking? And again. We're talking a guy, kind of a menial intellect right here, but he's thinking to himself, all right, I got to get some information on Mike Luke. The first thing he thinks of is LinkedIn. So again, everybody's using it. Everybody's using LinkedIn, even people trying to spy on others. So check it out. LinkedIn, LinkedIn jobs. This has been sponsored by LinkedIn and we're going to get to recruiting here in a second because that's part of it. But again, it just goes to show you that from the smartest people in the world to some of the uh, lower tier intellects like Mr. Crow, they're all on there. Check it out, LinkedIn. All right. Now, let's talk a little bit of recruiting here because that is obviously what we do on this. Jamari Phillips has committed to the U of A, Arizona basketball, five-star 2024 wing. A lot of people were worried about Tommy Lloyd's domestic recruiting. Can he just recruit Euros? Can he just recruit guys from the Eastern Soviet bloc? I sit here and tell you that he can do far more than that, and he did that with Jamari Phillips. Um, committed, really talented wing out of California, fits in very well with what Lloyd wants to do. Pretty heady guard, um, can shoot from deep, probably a two-year type player, again, kind of a fringe five-star type player, out of Modesto, California. Very good get. He was at the Tennessee game. That was a good game to be at. Um, now, uh Carter or Carter, I almost said Carter Phillips. Carter Bryant, who was also with him, is an AAU teammate, also out of California. He came in and uh, he was there as well. Top fifteen kid could be a one and done. Arizona has been prioritizing him from day one. He's that good. He could. Be, he's probably more of a one and done. But that would also fit in well because he is not from the Eastern Soviet bloc. He is from California, which would count as a domestic recruit for Tommy Lloyd. So again. This recruiting segment's been brought to you by LinkedIn. Get the applicants you need for free. Post your job for free. LinkedIn.com backslash locked on college. It's used for people that are running businesses and the people at the bottom of the food chain. They're looking to spy on others. You name it, LinkedIn has it. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with you. We're going to hand out the rest of these grades. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right. We talked LinkedIn. We talked uh, uh, Arizona starting five. Now let's get to the bench. The bench has been interesting for me. First of all, want to talk about our good friend, Cedric Henderson. Um, 
said uh, when he came here, I had a good feeling about him. A lot of people were like, oh, this is another Dylan Smith. No, he's not another Dylan Smith. He's much better than Dylan Smith. What I said when I watched uh, Cedric Henderson highlights and what I liked about him is his dad played five years in the NBA, played with Penny Hardaway at Memphis State or right around that time. I'm a big fan of genetics. I'm a big fan of bloodlines. That's why I'm not playing basketball. That's why I'm talking about it. And um, with the with uh, uh, Cedric Henderson, he has come in and he's done kind of what Tommy Lloyd's needed. He's very content playing his 18 to 20 minutes per game, plays pretty good defense, shoots three-pointers, can finish in traffic, doesn't need to have the ball all the time like some others do. And you know, honestly, he's just been a really good player for uh, Arizona in that role. And he's kind of a de facto six starter, I think, um, you know, and uh, he's just, again, he's just fit in. Uh, Tommy Lloyd talked about how he didn't care about where these transfer portal rankings were. He just wanted um, guys that fit into what he did and bought into the whole system and wouldn't cause problems. Cedric Henderson has been that. I give Cedric Henderson a B plus or an A minus. Big fan of set on this show. and. Um, Glad that he's here. Glad that his uh, dad told him to go here. By the way, Cedric Henderson, just so you don't forget, when he was at Campbell last year and they played Duke 18 and 11, so he does play some of his best ball against some of the best teams. All right. Now, the big man in the middle, Henry Vasar, seven foot out of Estonia. All right. As our good friend Kevin Woodman likes to say about players like this, there are many times where he looks like a praying mantis. He has very, very long arms, long limbs. Looks like he's still trying to grow into them. Um, but you can tell that he's getting better. You can tell that he defensively is going to be a problem because, first of all, he's so long, he can contest almost every shot. And that's a gift that not a lot of uh, big men have. And he's getting better around the hoop. He's finishing. He's just a thin. He's just thin. I mean, you know, there's really no other way around it. He's just a thin guy. And that's something that I think they'll be able to work on over time. I think next year, Henry takes a big, big jump. I think he's also going to start shooting some three-pointers. Um, he's two for eight from the, uh, this year from three. But Tommy Lloyd likes letting his big men shoot three-pointers. And Henry Vasar has shown that he has the uh, capability of making some of those. I think next year he's going to get one or two of those a game. And we'll see what big Henry can do with it. But you can tell game by game. He's, you know, whether a Ballo or Tabellus or one of her, both of them leave, both of them come back, whatever the case may be, that uh, Big Henry's going to be getting 25, 28 minutes a game next year. And that is a good thing, I tell you. That is a very good thing. All right. Now, oh, so as far as a grade, I'm going to give Henry a minus. I like Henry. All right. Kylan Boswell. Interesting case. You got to remember, first of all, he's built like a fullback. Um, 17-year-old kid, about 6'1", looks like he's about 230. He's not 230, I'm just kidding. But he's about 200 pounds, 195, very solid. And at first you watch him, you're like, eh, game's a little too fast for him. You realize he's also 17. He's also coming off of a foot injury. But lately he's been playing some really good ball. He's been uh, – he had a game the other night where he had eight points, seven rebounds, six assists. And you could see that he will be that point guard at some point. Not sure exactly when he's going to be that starting point guard, but he will be. And Tommy Lloyd said that he thought he could be one of the better point guards to come through here. I don't know that I go that far because, you know, you got to you got to remember under Lute Olsen, you had Steve Kerr, you had Damon Stoudemire, you had Mike Bibby, you had Jason Terry, you had Jason Gardner. You had a lot of really good guys that I don't think that he's probably going to be in that realm. 
But if he's in that second realm, totally okay with that as well. Um, defensively, he's a pretty thick, stocky guy. I like what he can do defensively. Um, it's just going to take him a little bit more time. I think next year you're going to see a totally different Kylan Boswell, and that's a good thing. Um, but right now, I would give Kylan a B, C plus. But you also got to remember though that that's uh, that grade is based off of that grade is based a little bit off of uh, being you know um, injured and also being younger. Again, he's very young. He's the youngest player to ever play at the University of Arizona. So definitely keep that in mind. He won't be 17 until well, or eight, excuse me, he won't be 18 until well into next year. So again, Kylan Boswell, like you, glad that you're here as well. All right. Now, bet online, bet online sports book. All right. So let's say that you're watching these Arizona games and you're like, man, I, sh- I want to bet on Arizona. But you don't really know what to do. You don't know what to bet. Take the over. Take the over in every single game you have. That would be my advice. Uh, Tommy Lloyd likes to get up and down. No more of this uh, Sean Miller slowdown. Let's play uh, the first team to 10 wins. Tommy Lloyd gets up and down. So I would take the over in all of these uh, over all of these games. Um, Vegas is probably caught up a little bit. But like I said, if you think that I'm smart, take that. If you think I'm an idiot, go under. It doesn't really matter. Bet online sports book. Check it out. There's a reason that it everybody using. There's a reason that it's been around for so long. All right. We've got a couple minutes left. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with you. Thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right. We're giving out season grades for all the players right now. Now we're coming up towards the end. All right. Now it's time to talk about my guy, Dylan Anderson. I don't care what anybody says. Dylan Anderson is going to be good here. He's not Kirk Walters. He's not uh, Kirill. He's not Jacobson. Any of these other stiffs. He's none of those guys. He's going to be good. It's just going to take him a little bit of time, but you can tell that Tommy Lloyd is fairly, uh, he likes what he sees out of a Dylan Anderson. And I like what I see out of Dylan Anderson. So if we're both agreeing there, then, you know, don't take my word for it. Take the Tommy Gunn's word for it. Um, But I think Anderson is the fourth peak. But again, the fourth peak is every bit as important as the first peak because in practice is when he does his work. And uh, I think there will be a time, maybe in a year or two, when he's going to start making some real uh, some real strides right there. And I don't think that we're that far off from that. One guy that I was remiss who does actually play, Adama Ball. I like Adama Ball. What I would like for Adama Ball to be able to do next year is redshirt. Come back. Again, another guy who's 18. He's a sophomore, should be a freshman. A red shirt, come back, work on the handle, work on the shot. Then I think you're in a much better spot. Like Adama Ball. I'm going to give Adama a C, though, this year, just because he's been kind of been up and down. But I overall, I like his A potential. Dylan Anderson's an incomplete, hasn't been able to really play, so you get that one. And then Philly B. Every time I go to Filiberto's, I think of Philly B. But um, Philly B, it's going to take him a little bit of time. The game's a little bit too quick for him right now. But you can see where Tommy Lloyd likes him. He's starting to try to get him some minutes in there. Can shoot the three ball a little bit. A bigger guy than most people think, or you would think. Also a little clunky, though. But I'm going to give him an incomplete as well. So that's kind of where we're at with all the teams. And Tommy Lloyd, it goes without saying, A+. Tommy Lloyd, you keep doing what you've been doing. All right. We'll be back with you tomorrow. Happy Monday again. Wanted to basically tell you about uh, everything going on with the Wildcats, the values of LinkedIn as well 
for everybody out there. But as always, I'm Mike Luke, your host. Can't thank you enough. You have been listening to Locked on Wildcats.